Welcome to the One Life Podcast. Being a business owner is potentially the best path to build personal wealth. However, embarking on an opportunity, whether full-time or as a side hustle, is incredibly tough. I believe that understanding finances is integral to the success of your business. The purpose of this podcast is to empower you to understand, manage and grow your business finances and therefore your personal wealth. I invite you to join me every Friday as I share insights and actionable strategies to make your business serve you rather than you serve your business. I'm your host, Andrew Wilson. Well, welcome to the first ever One Life Business podcast. This podcast is a spin-off from a series of articles that I wrote in the Always Free newsletter. And for those of you that are not aware... The Always Free newsletter, which then became the Always Free podcast, which is shortly to become the Always Free show, is about financial empowerment and achieving personal financial freedom. And Jason Greystone, a very good friend of mine, is the author and the host of the show. He has over 50,000 subscribers on YouTube, 20,000 followers on Instagram, and he helps people understand that time is our most valuable asset and financial independence buys you time. He's a serial entrepreneur who became financially independent in his 20s and I was his accountant when he did so. So we worked very closely together over the years. My articles were written because if you own a business, your personal financial health in the vast majority of cases is entirely dependent on the financial health of your business. They are intrinsically linked. And being a business owner is hands down one of the best routes to accelerating the generation of personal wealth. The feedback that both Jason and I received from those articles was amazing. We received emails and messages on Instagram. I had personal DMs. People let me know how the information resonated with them as business owners and a number were putting the steps and the tactics and the plans in place in their business which is really good to hear and so I decided that I wanted to communicate with more business owners and especially with those of you that have just started or were considering starting a business whether full-time or as a side hustle to an existing job. Before we get started, I'm going to just briefly explain to those of you who have maybe stumbled across this podcast who I am. As the intro said, my name is Andrew Wilson. So let me tell you a little about myself and what has led me to this podcast and why I think this content is probably more relevant now than ever. I'm a chartered accountant by trade. I qualified many moons ago. I began my first business in my early 20s and I've had businesses ever since primarily those are offline service-based businesses but I've also been involved in online businesses and I've worked with many business owners over the years and I've seen what it takes to be successful and I've seen what it takes to generate the kind of wealth needed to accelerate the journey to financial independence. I'm the finance director of a service-based company with turnover of 35 million, expected to be in excess of 40 million next year. We have just coming up for 400 staff. The business has performed really well throughout this COVID pandemic. The management team are fantastic and they always have been on the day-to-day operational side. But over time, we've brought together both the operations and the finances, working in tune with one another. 
Departments now know, and more importantly, understand their margins, their targets, their overheads. And even when the country was in full lockdown, they were able to trade with confidence that sustaining margins and controlling costs will provide bottom line profit. And in my view, having confidence in your figures gives you power and confidence to make informed decisions. And over time, I'm going to be presenting this to you in a number of ways. I'm also a business investor, so I invest in businesses nowadays as well. And I'm really passionate about entrepreneurship. Jason on the Always Free podcast talks about doing meaningful work and figuring out what it is you like, doing it and really going for it. And in my experience, the most inspired business owners are coincidentally the ones who achieve the great things financially are those that follow that path. They follow their purpose. They follow their passion. Of course, life's not always so idealistic, isn't it? I can present to you the perfect outlook, but the reality of day-to-day -day life and running a business can be entirely different to that. I've seen a lot of business owners who struggle. It's really not easy wearing many hats and running a business certainly isn't for everyone. I've seen and I've studied why startup businesses stop trading. And there are many reasons but ultimately, it boils down to finances. Over time, I'll be explaining where I came from and what I've learned along the way, which has shifted my mindset. And a good amount of this podcast is going to be about mindset. You know, very few people like to change. Change management is notoriously difficult in business, and it's notoriously difficult in anyone who has been in a business for a number of years. But I'm here to tell you that change is a necessity, both in business and in your personal life. And actually, most of us should just embrace it. And I completely appreciate that change takes courage. And to go against the grain, and certainly against what you've been doing for some of us for years, absolutely takes courage. But my view is that every business owner has courage. Blimey, you absolutely showed that the day you went into business. So I'm going to be asking you to reacquaint yourself with the day one you. The day one you that had amazing ideas and plans for the future and was open to doing anything to make those things happen. I'm going to be sharing with you guys exactly what I've learned over the years. The steps, the tactics, the insights and strategies to help you and your business to run. Not just to trade but to hopefully succeed and ideally for you as a business owner to live a bit more of an inspired life, the one you envisaged and you dreamt about when you started thinking about your own business. Now, let's be honest, accountancy isn't, to very many people, the most exciting of careers, but one thing accountants do have is an understanding of business. They see so very many of them, you see, over the years, that they really do start to learn what seems to work and what doesn't work. And if you ask the right questions and you really delve into the detail, you can learn some quite valuable tricks. And I've seen both sides of the coin, not just retrospectively reporting figures as an accountant, but being in the business and in the mix and part of the decision-making process to change, improve processes and systems, all with the aim of one thing, to make profit. Profit which ultimately feeds into a business owner or the owners. Fundamentally, I think that all business owners really should understand their finances, not to the nth degree, but enough to be able to understand the ins and outs of how their business is doing. 
and over time I'm going to explain why and how to do so. I'll be bringing on some amazing guests to give you their input on business finances also and their views about what generates success and what makes them tick. Hopefully you're going to enjoy what I have to say and if you just take away one idea or one strategy then I think I've succeeded in this podcast. So I want to take you back to where I started and who I am. This is obviously the pilot episode and I want to ideally over time take you on a bit of a journey and as I'm sharing information with you I think it's only right if I go into a bit more detail about myself so you know a bit more about who I am and why the information is valuable and more so why I'm so passionate about sharing it with you. So let's talk about when I was a kid. I was born in Lambeth in London and my mum and dad lived on a council estate. My parents have both grown up in London, both had a tough upbringing, my dad especially. My dad was a Bernardo's child and he was orphaned at a really very young age. Although in some ways he was lucky, the abandonment that he experienced has certainly influenced his life. He joined the British Army as an infantry soldier at the age of 16 and in that he found a new family of sorts. Unfortunately in the early 70s my dad had to leave the army because my mum was ill. He loved the army, the camaraderie and the family and so for him can only think that it must have been incredibly difficult to do. And when I was five years old, living in London, I think we were living in Peckham at that time, my parents decided to move out of London to Kent and my dad had been stationed in Canterbury he found a home in a little seaside town called Herne Bay. And Herne Bay is the atypical seaside town. Very, very busy in the summer, not so busy in the winter. Everyone knows each other, which is nice in some ways and not nice in other ways. It's actually a really wonderful place to live. And my extended family all still live there for that reason. My parents' hope was to give my younger brother and I a bit of a better life than growing up in Peckham in London, which, although it's gentrified now, it certainly wasn't at that time in the 70s. My view about family is that it's a major contributing factor to what and how each of us think, how we behave, and more specifically, who we believe we can be. If there's one person that's affected me more than anyone else, it's my dad. And I'd like to explain to you why that's the case. Firstly, as I've mentioned, he's an army man through and through. He's extremely regimented and purpose-driven. He's never changed, even though he left the army many years ago. He's always been built in exactly the same fashion. If there's a job to be done, his view is just get on and do it to the best of your abilities. Certainly don't half-arse it. A particular quote that springs to mind for my dad, there's a few, but I'll I'll just pick one of them over many years, is the six Ps. Planning and preparation prevents piss poor performance. I still use this today when I'm working and I think about it relatively often actually. I use it with my children as well, although I don't add the sixth P with my children as they're a bit younger. Over the years with my dad, I witnessed a man who worked various jobs from a diamond driller to a prison officer. And it appeared to me that none of of his jobs he really enjoyed. And I think it's because none really challenged him mentally. All of his jobs were swapping time for money, he would be paid for the number of hours worked, and there's always a limit to how much can be earned from swapping time for money. 
Now, the question about my dad was whether he believed it was fair exchange. And my gut feel is he didn't. The fact that he told me once that a monkey could do his job was really eye-opening and quite depressing in many ways. It was clear he didn't enjoy his work at that time. And despite that, and despite everything that I've just said, he never had a sick day. He still gave 100% to do the job properly. And that always stuck with me. The question I used, I found myself asking a few times early on in life, but certainly more since I've been in adulthood, is why my dad didn't start his own business. Because he did talk about it once. And I thought at the time, why wouldn't you do something you may love? Why wouldn't you try and, and do something that getting up every morning really sets you, sets you up and really keeps you, you alive? But at the time, I just dismissed it until I started running my own businesses. And the answer for my dad, quite honestly, was risk. And it boils down to one thing. He wanted to protect us as a family, my brother, myself, my mum, and make sure his family had a roof over our heads and food on the table. Basically, he wanted to give us what he didn't have as a child. And you certainly can't fault the man for that. But it doesn't, in some ways, mean that you live an inspired life at work and consider how many hours that we spend at work, all of us spend at work. So let's move on from there. The second most influential part of my life happened when I was eight years old. I was really, really very ill at school. I was randomly falling asleep in the playground. I couldn't concentrate. I was um, I was off of school for weeks, frequently going to the toilet, and I'd lost all of my appetite. My weight over the time had dropped from six and a half to three and a half stone. And I ended up delirious. I was misdiagnosed by the doctor on a couple of occasions. At one stage, I couldn't actually get out of bed. And fortunately, the doctor came to visit us uh, me at home, although I don't really remember a huge amount about it. I was taken to Canterbury Hospital, which is an amazing hospital, where the doctors sort of sat my parents down and explained to them that I was very lucky because had it been another 24 hours, I wouldn't have made it, but that they had to understand that I had type 1 diabetes. And I, I guess any event like that in your life has an effect and it affects the way you think for the future. So let's talk about type 1 diabetes. It's an autoimmune disease, but I don't like the word disease. I don't like the way it makes me feel. I don't like the way it sounds. I prefer to say it's an illness. Um, and this illness is where my body and anyone with type 1 diabetes, you, their body stops producing something called insulin. The pancreas, which produces insulin, doesn't actually do that. In a normal body, when you eat, your pancreas will produce insulin to keep your blood glucose at a certain level. In mine, it doesn't. And this makes me and anyone with type 1 very ill very quickly if we don't take insulin. So since the age of 8, I've had to take multiple daily injections of insulin to keep my blood glucose levels under control. And the huge problem with diabetes is it's incredibly hard to control. You have to check your blood sugars, you have to eat, you have to check the carbs, the, the carbohydrates that's in food and take the insulin to cover the carbohydrates. You have to check your blood sugars again, you have to adjust your insulin. 
it's a 24-7, 365 day a year job without a day off ever. And that's quite a struggle and quite a lot of pressure to put on people, hence why it's so very difficult to, to deal with it. Huge numbers of things affect diabetes. Stress affects your blood sugars. Uh, sleep affects your blood sugars. Exercise. Uh, heat, if you can believe it. So the other problem with diabetes is that over time, without controlling blood sugars, complications can arise. The biggest complication and the most prevalent is heart attacks and cardiovascular problems. But then there's also nerve damage, there's also kidney disease, there's also blindness, there's also amputations. And that's just some of the things that can go wrong. So there's a lovely long list of potential problems and complications that can arise from having diabetes. It's because of the diabetes and because of my dad that I decided at quite a young age that one, I didn't want to waste my time. You know, the reality is there's a potential that I may not have as much time as perhaps someone without a chronic illness, which is quite sad to say, but if I don't look after myself, that will be the truth. Um, the second thing is I don't want to be unhappy in my work. If I have only so much time, why the hell would I spend it being unhappy? And why would anyone really? I work extremely hard to be healthy. And I've learned to be pretty damn good at it over the years, actually. But it's taken 35 years of trying, testing, experimenting, failing, getting up, trying, testing, experimenting. I'm still learning and I'm still experimenting and I'm still trying to be healthy. And business is exactly like this in many ways. We're all learning all of the time. Now, whilst I'm recording this, we're in our third lockdown in the UK due to the COVID pandemic. And huge numbers of people have been stuck in lockdown, as have I, whether working from home or on furlough, or you've been made redundant, you've lost your job, or you've been I'm unable to find work. We live in a world that ordinarily is really very fast paced. And one thing lockdown has given people, which is a positive, is a bit of time to think. Maybe it's given the few of us a bit too much time to think in some ways. I'm certainly looking forward to the time when the children can go back to school, not just for, for my own peace of mind, but also for theirs. But many of us have made huge decisions about our lives over this last year. And I've been speaking to people that have been reassessing their working life in particular. The cold hard fact is we expect two and a half million people to be out of work by the middle of 2021 simply due to COVID. That might be lowballing it. I think it could be more than that. However, for some, this is an opportunity, a new and a scary opportunity, but an opportunity nonetheless. So normally in a full calendar year, there are a total of about 600,000 company incorporations in the UK. But in the first six months of COVID, which was between March and September 2020, there were 500,000 incorporations alone. So more people than ever are starting businesses, which is fantastic in some ways. Now for the sobering thought. In a normal year, there are also about 500,000 dissolutions, i.e. companies going out of business or stopping trading. So we need to ask ourselves why. And the aim of this podcast is to reduce the number of dissolutions 
by sharing some insights and strategies and empowering you to manage, understand and grow your business finances, which will of course directly feed into you personally. Many of the principles that Jason speaks about in his Always Free podcast about personal finances with some lateral thinking can absolutely be applied to your business and I'm going to walk you through doing exactly that as well. So thank you for listening to the first ever One Life Business podcast. My name's Andrew Wilson. I really look forward to seeing you on the next one. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode and I'll catch up with you all soon.